Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for a team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode. Let's talk Trevor Bauer and ask me questions if I was confusing. Trevor Bauer is a fascinating bird. I've talked about him a bit before. I'll talk about him a bit in the future. He manages to be on my top five and top five favorite and top five least favorite starting pitchers in the league at the same time. Some of the things he says amuse me mightily, and some of them, not so much. Trevor Bauer walks to the beat of his own drummer. If a team says, we want you to do this, and he doesn't want to do that, it's not going to work. It's not going to work for him. It's not going to work for the team. It's just not going to work. Trevor Bauer is going to be a free agent this offseason, and there's going to be a decent bit of discussion on whether the Cubs should aggressively pursue Trevor Bauer this offseason. Now seems to be as good of a time as I need to talk about it. One of the questions for the offseason is going to be, it's going to be a question that neither you or I have anything to do with. What is Tom Ricketts' number going to be? What is Tom Ricketts' number going to be? Will his number be along the lines of 212? That's basically what it is this year. Is going to be 180? Is it going to be 160? He's talking about horrible losses, biblical losses, and I don't think he's going to want to spend as much as he did this season with 16 teams lined to be up and lined up to be in the playoffs in 2021, 2022, and 2023, and on into the future. He's probably not going to have a whole lot of reason to spend aggressively to blow away the competition in spending to hope to have the far and away best team. I think he's going to want to have more young prospects coming up. He's going to be reliant on Theo Epstein getting that done. And if Theo Epstein can't get that done then Theo Epstein might want to go somewhere else. This is about Trevor Bauer, though. There are two interesting things about Trevor Bauer that he says that other players don't. Now, whether you want to believe him or not, it's up to you. Remember back a number of years ago, Alex Cobb was seriously considering the Cubs He said one of the most important things 
He wants to be on a contender. One of the most important things. Right up there at the top. Well, he kind of priced himself out of the Cubs. And some of the other teams weren't really interested. He ended up signing a three-year contract with Baltimore. Baltimore didn't contend a single year for anything. They barely contended for fourth place. Much less a playoff spot. Cobb said he wanted to be with a winner. The reality was he wanted a whole lot of money. And if he would end up with a winner, that would be even better. But the reality was, for him, it was about the Benjamins. Trevor Bauer recently had an interview. Three things. Three things, he said. One, not necessarily in the priority. Not necessarily in the priority, but three things. One, he does want to be on a contender. Two, he's more than willing to sign one-year contracts forever. Because... If you sign a five-year deal, you're talking with a certain general manager in a certain situation with certain prospects and contracts and all that kind of stuff. But after two or three years, the situation may be entirely different. And it may be a situation where, no, this isn't where I want to be. So Bauer is more than willing to go year by year. He's got enough money. He can survive. And if he ends up taking a single-year contract instead of a five- or six-year deal, he ends up having an injury and ends up losing a bunch of money because of it, he'll still probably survive. He'll still probably survive. The interesting thing with Trevor Bauer, he wants to be getting the ball every fourth day. To me, that seems something that basically uh, a team decides whether they want Trevor Bauer or not. Trevor Bauer had a certain way coming out of college that he wanted to pitch. For instance, one of the things he liked to do in preparation for his outing, he liked long toss. Now, there are a number of different ways players prepare for Pitching in ball games, one of the things Trevor Bauer liked to do, in college he did it, I think he did it in high school, he's still doing it as a pro, what he likes to do is work from a relatively short distance, but then basically take a step back, then take a step back and take a step back. By the time he's finished warming up, He's throwing from one foul pole to the other foul pole. He figures, for him, that's the best way to get his arm in shape for pitching in a game. Some organizations, including the organization that drafted him, the Arizona Diamondbacks, that, well, that, that's all well and good, but um, we don't want you to do that. That thing that you do, stop doing it. Guess what? That didn't work very well because Trevor Bauer was going to do it anyway. So it completely broke any continuity, any discussion, any, you know, back and forth. When you tell Trevor Bauer, 
we don't want you to do that thing that you're doing, everything breaks. A couple years back, there was a rather curious international free agent who was limited in how much he could sign for, and he was only going to be able to sign a minor league contract, Shehi Otani. He wanted to play both ways. He wanted to pitch and he wanted to hit. At the time, only the American League permitted the designated hitter. So, realistically, there was only one team, or one league, that was going to be able to sign Shehi Otani. So, the 15 teams in the National League had no reason to even bother to make a proposal. Nonetheless, the Cubs made a proposal, and they sold it, and Joe Madden sold it, and when it got down to the final couple teams, the Cubs were one of the last teams to get eliminated. Don't know if they were in second or third. He went to the Angels, but there were a lot of National League teams that were wondering how could a team that doesn't have a DH even mildly fascinate him? It's sales. If you can sell a player on your organization, you have a chance at getting him. Simple. If he thinks you're a bunch of jerks and crooks, he's not going to sign with you especially if he's Trevor Bauer. Bauer knows exactly what he wants. Will the Cubs offer Trevor Bauer enough in 2021 to get him to come play for them in 2021? I really doubt it for two reasons. One, Tom Ricketts has made kind of clear the financial straits that the organization is in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Again, you can believe it. You cannot believe it. I'm not going to get offended either way. You can believe what he's saying. You can completely disregard what he's saying. But it sounds like what he's saying, he believes, whether it's accurate or not. I don't think Tom Ricketts is going to go overboard this year. And I don't think... Trevor Bauer makes sense coming to the Cubs in 2021. However, I don't think anybody's going to be paying a lot in 2021. Possibly not many people will be paying much in 2022 either. My guess is it will be 2023 before teams start spending. I'm just phrasing it that way. I could be wrong. I could be off. But I really don't think teams are going to start spending until fans start showing back up at games, fans start sending in season ticket renewals, and Tom Ricketts has money in his pocket that he's walking around with in July because he has money that just came from parking receipts and beer receipts and all that kind of stuff. That's not happening now. So Tom Ricketts is 
letting go of scouts. What, what was it? Uh, the Red Sox are getting rid of their historian. Now you might be wondering, why does a baseball team need a historian? Well, obviously they don't, but it's kind of cool that the Red Sox had one. And if you have a really good baseball organization, you probably ought to have a historian. Ed Hartig is great on Twitter. I don't think the Cubs will sign Trevor Bauer in 2021, for 2021. However, I do think it's very possible if Theo Epstein is going to be sticking around. Theo Epstein, Jed Hoyer, however you want to phrase it. The Cubs can go quite a ways toward getting him in 2022 or 2023. Now, why would it make more sense for the Cubs in 2022 or 2023 when arguably 2021 might be their last hurrah? It's about the rules and the agreements. Collective bargaining agreement, the Cincinnati Reds will almost certainly slap a qualifying offer on Trevor Bauer this season. Almost certainly this offseason, they'll throw a qualifying offer on him, which means he can sign a one-year deal with the Reds for whatever the amount is. He might take it. He might say, you know what? I really like it here in Cincinnati. And that's a reasonable amount. I'll take it. He might take it. He seems to kind of like it there. Um, he likes teams that have advanced metrics and all that kind of stuff. Um, he liked it in Cleveland until he didn't. And when he threw the ball into center field, pretty much everybody knew he didn't like it there anymore. Um, I don't think... If the qualifying offer is attached, I don't think Theo Epstein's going to jump. One year of Trevor Bauer would make the Cubs a much better team in 2021, but it would also cost them their second-round draft pick. And I, Between the losing the draft pick and Tom Ricketts not wanting to spend money, I really don't see 2021 as being the season for Trevor Bauer. Possibly 2022, possibly 2023. It would be interesting, but I think with Trevor Bauer, the important thing is for someone to say, I will let you pitch every fourth day. To Bauer, that seems something he wants to do. And whether it's a risk or not, it seems something he's willing to take. Um, possibly the White Sox may be a really good jump for Bauer in 2021. Just thought of that within the last 45 seconds. That would seem to be a, a situation where he'd probably get along if they would say, we're going to let you pitch every four days. Um, deeper dive kind of stuff. I... <sighs> I really think Epstein would be hesitant. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, Bauer is one of those, he has so many positives and so many negatives both 
that I have a hard time acknowledging one without having to acknowledge the other. And as fun as it would have, as fun as it would be having him pitch every fourth day, there would be days that I wish he wasn't a cub. So I don't know if it's going to happen, but if it is going to happen, or if it isn't going to happen, if you want to do the deeper dive and discuss whether Trevor Bauer should come to the Cubs, you ought to be talking about would it be a good idea to let him pitch every fourth day? Would it be willing to, Would should a team be willing to say, you do whatever you're going to do, we'll help you with numbers where we can, we'll stay entirely out of your way and let you do whatever you want because you're going to do whatever you're going to do anyway. Bauer faces Dallas Keuchel in a game Saturday night in Chicago. Or, no, in Cincinnati. That's going to be an interesting game. That'll be a very interesting game. Might even be more interesting than the Cubs game. I don't know if Bauer's coming to Chicago or not, and if he does, I don't know if it'll be to the north side. Um... He's fascinating. And to deny either half of who he is would be would be doing a disservice to the equation. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that one worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs go. And be nice to people.